0: All right, and welcome to the next episode of the Unbiased Truth Podcast. We are going to do a special episode today. Uh, we will try something a little bit different, and this one's going to be titled Because Real Estate and what we want to, because I hate the word mastermind, uh, <laughs> I think it's overused. Uh, I think it serves its purpose, but I'm uh, trying to think of something different. But the purpose of this one is to kind of do a roundtable, uh, minus one person uh, who I think is flying to Arizona um, or whatnot, but... Uh, Just to kind of talk about singular topics, um, things that are facing the industry and whatnot, get everybody's opinions on that, and I'll let everybody here introduce themselves, and we'll start with Christy.
1: Awesome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I am Christy Bacon with the Move Virginia team um, from Keller Williams in Richmond, and we have a small team um, admin, and I have two agents who work out of Williamsburg as well. So we're in this area, have been with... Keller Williams in, in real estate since two thousand six, so I'm, I'm really young, not really. <laughs> so yeah, I've seen it all. I was here during the crash, and now here we are. That's right, and it's that's not right. a crash. That's it's right, definitely yeah. not a crash. So that's yeah. a good thing. That is, yeah, after after
0: <laughs> that one, you're probably not too concerned yeah, about. Yeah, we're right? it's different. Everything's it's, different. it's yeah. just different. Absolutely, so absolutely. Now great. we have uh, Logan with us.
2: Yeah, uh, Logan Melton with KBM Home Inspect. Uh, been. Inspecting houses since 2015, and started my own business back in 2020, and been rocking and rolling ever since then. So, yeah, happy to be here. Thanks for having me again, and and uh, I'm excited to get this get this on the road. So
0: awesome, yeah. awesome. So uh, we're missing Austin Highfield, who is the supervising broker, managing broker.
1: Broker is a bro-
0: associate broker. Associate broker. I don't know. There's a lot of different broker titles uh-huh, that go, get around <laughs> out there um, over at Keller Williams as well. And the uh, team leader of Eden property. So the purpose of this is to try to keep us all together as we move forward to develop um, rapport and all that stuff and flow, um, which is why it's important to know that Austin will be part of this moving forward. Um, but today we want to talk about repairs and negotiating repair addendums. And, you know, a few months ago, that really wasn't a thing. I know nope. I've spoken nope. <laughs> to agents who haven't, uh, you know, they like, you know, I've gone three years, two years, two and a half years without negotiating repairs or even writing a repair addendum. Yeah. And, and here we are in a very different market uh, where uh, we've gone from waiving inspections to the most part, everybody gets an inspection. And we're seeing a lot of different reactions to that, not just from agents. Trying to remember how to do repair denim, right? But also buyers' uh, reactions and how they're approaching this because um, they've gone from, uh, and it's weird because it's not like it's the same people, right? I mean, right. you know, it's not like you, this is like, oh well, I'm going to Chick Fil A now and I'm I'm getting mine, right? right. Um, no, this is this is completely different sets of buyers, but they're acting like they were jaded during this process, (laughs) you know, like, well, this time around, it's my time. Um, but reality is this is, this is their, still their first time around. They have to do with it, but they're still, they're still approaching like, well, I want everything, you know, I want it all, you know, fix it all, reduce the price, give me money, whatever it is. So, um, so what's, what's been your experience with that?
1: So you described the kind of buyer that is how their reaction is. And it's actually interesting. There's two types of reactions because you have the buyers who have survived through the March Mm -hmm. craze and then are still in this because they didn't get anything. And they're like the relieved buyers. Like, Oh my goodness, wait, I'm not going to pay way over list price and I get a home inspection. Yeah. My rates higher, but here we are. Right. And so they're grateful. But then you have the other ones <laughs> who are <laughs> like, "I'm going to get mine." Right. <laughs> so their reaction is, "Oh, everything! I want everything on yeah. the list. Right? Put it all on there." Yeah. So that's the the tricky part in yeah. navigating this this time this time around.
0: Yeah, and and from what I've seen and heard is that there's a lot of uh, not just oh, I guess here as well, but across the country that there's a lot of buyers backing out too of contracts. We have
1: seen more homes go back on the market than we have. Yeah. In the past six months, for sure. I mean that, and and you'll see, either due to no fault of the seller, or you'll ask the no agent. The <laughs> yeah. You'll yeah. ask the anything. agent, <laughs> and yeah. the buyer's demands were just ridiculous. And yeah. So that's what they're saying. Go back. Why they're going back on too.
0: Yeah. So how do you manage that?
1: It's really interesting. I think having the conversations during your buyer consultation is critical about what your expectations are and what their expectations should be. Because the bottom line is, we are still very much in a seller's market. We have less than two months of inventory. We were talking about less than a month. Now we're like at a month and a half of inventory. And a seller's market is anything less than five to six months in inventory. Right. So there are still very many opportunities to be in a multiple offer situation. And there's pockets that are absolutely in that, depending on the price range, depending on the location. So educating your buyer on where they're specifically looking for one is important because then they know what the expectations may be. It still may be an offer, multiple offer situation. Now we had one this weekend where it was both, both of them were multiple offer situations and both of them still got inspections. Yeah. So that can happen yeah. as well. Right. So it's right. really just about educating them up front on what expectations should be.
0: Yeah, and I've noticed, I'm sure you've noticed too, that your phone probably rings a little bit more, more after yeah. post-inspection oh, yeah. for after. the same client. <laughs> right, <laughs> way more. Yeah, because yeah. before, it was, you know, even people waiving inspections, the inspections that we were getting was for informational purposes only, right. as yep. is, so there's really, you know, it is what it is. Right. And and now we're getting emails and phone call follow-ups from the same client, um, you know, after a lot more inspections than, than I was. Right. Um, you know, well, what about I agree with that, who do you table. call for that? How right. much do you think that's going to be? You know, what do you think we should do with that? And they're saying, if they're not going to do this, this and this, what should we do? And it's like, man, just call your agent. Call your agent. <laughs> yeah. That is not my job. Right. Tired. Yeah. Yeah. And, and,
2: and uh, Christy's point about ec- expectations is something you, I think you could take that into any real industry. If you're running your own business or running something that's small and, setting realistic expectations, yeah. you know, for whoever your client may be just so when you do get to that, to that point, mm-hmm. it's not, you know, not, not tackling that. Now we've had the expectations set the whole right. whole time. And, 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 you know, I do that a lot with, with even the emails that get sent to my clients before the inspection happens, you know, I encourage them to read, you know, what, what a home inspection is, and, you know, ask them what their ask their agent, you know, what, what does a home inspection entail if you've never gone through one before. So I do think that having everybody on the same page before you even get to work is more important than yeah, than absolutely than a lot of other things. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. And, and that's, I think that's one of the things that, that I've, anytime we do a class, we always talk about just nobody knows what we do to begin with, right. you know? So it always encourage agents to make sure you set those expectations to clients. So they have a better understanding of what we do. Mm-hmm. And whatnot, um, and and what we're going to find, you know, because you can, you know, experienced agents can walk through a house and kind of like, oh, this is going to be a lot, Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? oh yeah, this, this is going to be a lot, you know, so you just need to know that this is going to be a lot, you know, so we'll we'll take it, you know, piece by piece and whatnot, um, but it's it's definitely definitely a, a sense of, of I mean, I've had a couple like last week we had one, I had one, and they they were going the agent's like, hey, we may we may not need to do this. Like, I'll let you know. Like, they're talking about backing out, and it's because they overshot their budget, basically, right? <laughs> um, and and once they started actually looking at numbers, they started getting concerned. And and this was the weird part. They called the agent, and she was like, hey, look, I'm just letting you know they want out, and this is why. It's purely financial. And $424,000 home, and they're like, I'll call you back. Agent calls the back, says, all right, $24,000 off.
1: Okay. And I was like, how
0: long was this house on the market? And she says three days.
1: Wow. <laughs> and they
0: were quick to negotiate that. Wow. And then the, the inspection didn't help much after after that <laughs> um, because there were some things, you know. I mean, it was a beautiful house uh, until you started looking at it. And, and it was still a beautiful house. It just had some, a couple of high-cost you know, boiler wasn't working. Right. like got all. It made some funny sounds. Oh yeah, <laughs> and, they tend and, to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know, there was a, a steel beam um, crushing some some brick. You oh, know, yeah. um, right. so you know everything else was your normal. You know, sixty year uh, old old right. house, but it, you know, beautiful house, but it has some high dollar issues. And we're like, ah, you know, what do you do with that? Because the seller just came off twenty four grand without blinking. Right. You know, are they going to agree to twenty to thirty grand worth of? repair requests, you know, at that point.
1: And we actually just, I, we just talked about this in our team meeting about how, when you are, this literally was our mastermind yesterday in our team meeting about repaired addendums and setting an expectation when you do decide to go through with getting the inspection and you're at this house where it's older and you know, there's things that are going to come up. When you go to make your offer, we really have to decide if we're going to really take them down on the price or know that some things are gonna come up on the inspection and we're gonna to have to address it again because you don't wanna believe a bad taste in their mouth and we haven't even gotten to inspections yet. Right. So right. if you're trying to really make this a win win for both parties, let's really give them a fair price. But at the same time, we know we're gonna go into this inspection and if we need to ask for items or a, a yeah. reduction or whatever, we're gonna be able to do that.
0: Yeah, and it, yeah, because. And it's going back to expectations because I've seen where, you know, I did a I don't know, Civil War era house, pre-Civil War era house in Petersburg, and it was mid-renovation. Um, what was done was really nice. Um, the husband and wife that bought it to renovate their marriage didn't last the renovation, so <laughs> that's why I was that's about to go the bad, market. Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, you know, you find – Things wrong with a 200 year old home because it's a 200 year old home and and the clients were like i don't know about this so they backed out and then the next one was a 200 year old home and it's like do you really want an old home or do you want a new home you know because it sounds like you want a new home that looks old and that's just not what you're getting here Uh, so you fall into that that same trap of of expectations. Yep. You know, right. uh, what are we actually looking for cuz you're just throwing money and wasting everybody's time right. at this point um, exactly. but you can't get back. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's 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 been fun, you know. Um. It it's interesting.
1: <laughs> and then when they actually see the report and their eyes are like glazed over like, mm-hmm. "Oh my goodness." They either that's the other I mean, you still have that expectations conversation. Then remember what defines a legitimate repair request. Yeah, right, right. And that's one conversation we always have to have just because it's old or an antiquated system doesn't mean we can ask them to replace it. And
0: that's a great point that you bring up because we can, we can talk about that for a moment because there's always friction there, you know, yeah. between what the home inspector is writing up and what's actually as a defect, right? Mm-hmm. Because you'll get those conversations and, and I'll agree a hundred percent that if we're talking about a real estate transaction and that's what we're there for then 90% of what we write up probably isn't considered a defect by what the contract states right mm-hmm. but we're not governed by that right you know we're governed by you know am i going to get a phone call later Am I gonna mm. get threatened with a lawsuit later? Right. You know, am I gonna get three hundred phone calls later? <laughs> um, you know, whatever it the case may be. So, right. so we're there to uh, not impact what the based off the contract. We're there based off what the client wants to know, right. right? And I think there's a lot of friction there sometimes because you know, and we try to. I'm sure you try to to, you know, separate out, you know, maintenance information sure, you know, like and actual defects. That
1: summary page is yeah. just a critical piece. Yeah. Of and, it. and
0: there's I'll still some report. gray area there, you mm-hmm. know, because we is. could talk about GFCIs, you know, sure. some people writing them up, you know, um, as maintenance things, if it's of a certain age, because it's not a requirement, you know. Right. We put it as a defect, you right. know, you say that term loosely, because it's just a quick, easy, cheap upgrade, sure. you know, but it's not required because right. grandfather. And then, you know, and then some people write up as a, Flat out safety issue, right. you know. Right, <laughs> um, well, it's, it's
2: that that you get to that point where it's like, could I argue, could I, could I argue this is a safety you issue? Argue it, up absolutely, or down. Yeah. It's like, You know, railing height in an old home, baluster spacing, stuff like that. You yeah, know, is it? You know, I feel like you know, obviously we're not code guys, we're not code inspectors or anything, but I feel like most building code was was established because one thing happened to one person, somebody got sued, like the handrails going yeah. back to the wall, yeah. you know, on stairs. Somebody, somebody somewhere in an apartment building hooked their bag around a railing and fell down the stairs. Somebody got sued. And now it's a, now it's a code. Um, you know, and, and being again, the, the expectations, a lot of times in these older houses, I, I, t- I tell clients straight to their face. I, you know, I'll say, look, look, there's a couple things in here that I have to report on that. I really wish I didn't have to, you know, right. like, mm. you know, mm-hmm. no, no GFI in the, in the kitchen, like a, of course, the house was built in the '50s. Like right. it's not going to happen. Nothing's right. changed. The same couple's been here since 1951. <laughs> right. you know, they right. didn't do anything. <laughs> so, you know, it's uh, stuff like that. And that goes back to goes back to expectations and, and being able to, to, you know, set the tone specifically at the inspection from from the driveway, you know, to the end when you're going over everything. So absolutely. That's,
0: that's yeah, yeah, and it's and some of that stuff, like I said, it's it's that fine line because you can argue up or down you know, whichever way you want it to yeah. go. Uh, and, like, you know, the GFCI is a good one. Um, just because, again, you know, you ask for it, a lot of times the response is worse well, it's grandfather. Like, we're not going to do it. Right. You know, so is it really a defect? You know, by terms of real estate transactions, no, right? But, you know, I don't want, it as an inspector, like, a, you know, it's such a good safety feature to have. Right. Um, yeah. you don't want it to get buried by, by like, ah, oh, you know, we don't have to worry about that. You yeah. know, uh, it's not, it's not really a, a thing, um, or whatnot. So you still want them to be aware, like, Hey, this is nice thing to, to have, you know, right. it, it can, it can save lives. It's like smoke detectors. detectors. Right. You know, um, I, I know a realtor <coughs> I may or may not be married to, <laughs> whose uh, inspection came back on her listing where they wrote up smoke detectors as a safety issue. And the lack thereof in an old 800-square-foot, older 800-square-foot condo, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I say, I mean, just just depends on the inspector, you right. know? Um, I, mine's always just maintenance because I feel like if it's a $20 thing that you can buy at Home Depot right. and put some sticky tape on it and stick it on the wall, then, <laughs> you know, you should have more home you know, smoke detectors. Right. but. There's plenty Especially of if inspectors. You if you don't need
2: a specialist to come in and, and
0: do something, right, right, and right. there's plenty of yeah. uh, um, inspectors that they'll argue all day long. It's a safety, uh, a safety defect, you know, and you know, I mean, and and I tell people all the time, you know, Realtors all the time this you know, outside your your standards of practice, which is like the real minimum standards. It's the Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> so, you're, we, not, you're not joking. Yeah. yeah. I, mean, right, I told my wife, so I could ride up the grass if it's not green enough. Yep. I really wanted to. Right. You know? <laughs> not the right shade green. It's funny you yeah. say
2: that. I was doing an inspection for a buddy of mine who's who owns a landscaping company. and He was doing a rent-to-own situation. And as a joke in his report, I put in that where he parks his truck and his trailer, there's no grass there. And that a landscaper, a qualified landscaper should have this repaired. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he, t- he texted me like right after I sent the report, he's like, you got to take that stuff out, man. My landlord hadn't seen the yard yet. I was like, okay. I'll take, I'll take that out. Sorry about that. I thought I would think it was funny, but yeah. And I think he did, but obviously he didn't want anybody. see Right.
0: Anything. Right. So when you're, when you're negotiating this stuff and you talked about repairs, um, credits are lowering the price. So how does that work? Because I know a lot of times I've been told like, Hey, we can't, we can't ask for any more money. Like we've, we've maxed out what we can get at closing. So we can't take any more credits, right. you know? So you got to fix it. So how does all of that work for those, um, um, you know, math magicians out there?
1: Yeah, that's a great question because the way that the, re- the addendum is written is you can ask for items to be repla- repaired or replaced mm-hmm. or money or both. Mm-hmm. And so, Finding out from the lender, first of all, if we have reached that point, then your only other option, obviously, would be then to lower the price. So then you can just ask for a price reduction if you're going to ask for a credit. Now, at that point, I I always recommend to my first-time buyers, let's just get them to address these issues because these are things that you don't need. You've just spent your savings to get into this house. Let's get them to address some of these other items. Now, I will say this. If it's a flip... (laughs) (laughs) it <laughs> <laughs> could be a whole another specifically body. on the north side. <laughs> <little other> side. <laughs> that's right. um, I, I really am cautious about who, how we get them to do repairs right. because if we've already seen concerns in the work that was done, well, that's like the work that they actually did. Yeah. It, it wasn't somebody else. And that's, so, and that's
0: even going beyond the fact that they're going to argue, right? Because right. now they're feeling like
1: it's an insult. Wor-
0: right. Right. It's a personal yeah. insult
1: to them. Yeah. So that's the tricky part on those And that's why in those situations, I would rather just get the credit. And it obviously... Means more money wise to get the credit than the price reduction because let's be honest, like a five thousand dollar difference on a loan it's nice. is nothing, yeah. is peanuts when it comes to having to have right. that liquid cash. You're talking about
0: 30, 30 years over, yep. yeah, five thousand right. dollars over thirty years, yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. three dollars, a couple bucks, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> yeah. I can't even go to Starbucks. No. Yeah. Right. Oh, so you really have
1: to look at the situation on who the seller is too, on how you're going to ask and what you're going to ask yeah. for when it comes. So
0: to what determines things. that you can't get any more money?
1: So. When you've reached the maximum amount of the closing cost contribution, because they cannot give you money towards your down payment. Gotcha. gotcha. So that closing cost contribution usually totals around 3% okay. of the sale price. Well, actually the loan amount. Okay. So that's the, the maximum that a seller can contribute.
0: All right. That's that's why I stick to there's home inspection. There's yeah, definitely exactly. <laughs> ways to be creative. Like right.
1: they could buy the home warranty or two years of a home sure. warranty. So okay. there's definitely ways to to kind of bring on some of that extra money, but really, like I said, for first time buyers, especially, I say, go for them to make the repairs.
0: And so from, from the repairs, uh, a lot of times, um, which I'm mostly thankful for uh, and I'll I'll preface by saying, I'm always happy to do them. um, But, uh, but for a lot of times we don't get, they don't get re-inspections. Right. And, and, you know, we can make an argument on why you should always get re inspections, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm, I can always make a business argument as why well. I'm thankful that not <laughs> everybody <laughs> does, right? Yeah. Um, because that's just a whole nother set of stressors, right? On top of, you know, less money, times, and things like that. And it's always yep. last and minute. Hey, we close tomorrow. Can we give right. you re Right It's the no, last minute. No. It's,
1: and it's hard because a lot of times on the buyer situation, we haven't seen the repair receipts mm-hmm. to know what's been done until the last minute. So when we see them and know what needed to be done and they say, Oh, we're done. It's usually the last minute. So we can't schedule that until the last minute, which is then, everybody's already stressed about the mm-hmm. just getting to the closing table, right. and here we're going to add a re it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as man. a listing agent, you're like, unless you know your contractors well, you're like, oh, God, here we go, here yeah, we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because,
0: um, you know, you, you start off, especially as a new agent, you're like, oh, you know, this will be fine, we close tomorrow. And then, you know, once you've been experienced agent, you're like, yeah, we're not closing. Like, nope. you know, I mean. Um, because it's yeah, it's just not. Uh, There's be-
1: ways to do that. Like we've had to leave money in Esker before, which mm-hmm. title companies do not like to do. Right. So you'd rather just delay. Lenders do not like to do that because documents <laughs> are dated, so <laughs> they right. hate that idea. Also, yep. <laughs> Especially if it wasn't lender required repairs, they're like that's on y'all. Like, right. and that's another thing that it's important to know. We'd never show our Repair request addendums to lenders, unless it has money on it. And if it does have money, we actually separate the two. <laughs> I
0: did I did a, uh, uh, a four-point inspection yesterday. And I'm sure you've heard of four points down in Florida, right? Mm-hmm. It's a Florida thing, and it's for an insurance company. And it's electric, electrical, HVAC, roofing, and plumbing. That's all it is, because uh, oh. they want to know. Because like down in Florida, um, if you have a roof older than 10 years, you're not getting insurance. The lunar wiring, polybutylene, knob and tube not wow. getting insurance like flat out like you got to fix it or you're not getting insurance and that's not shopping carriers it's it's the rule
1: man roofers are doing well down there right
0: so <laughs> um so of course the 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 client called around and like no no agent knew about it. like i don't know what you're talking about so he called me i'm like i'm familiar with them. like you know i mean and i you know got a template and all that stuff you know and and, you know, did the best we could, you know, to do it because we just don't do them around here. And um, the insurance company gave him the option, like, because they like, apparently this isn't a thing in Virginia. So if we can't find anybody do a four-point, you'll have to get a full home inspection. And I said, you don't want your insurance company seeing a full home inspection. You don't want the lenders to no, see, a no, 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 the no, no. see a full home inspection. You yeah. don't want the insurance company to see a full home inspection because they don't understand what we do. And right. they want to stroke out when they see a 50-page report. Yes. So there's 60 <laughs> things wrong with the house, yeah. you know. So... So we'll, we'll figure this four point out for you, you know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> because we don't need to deal with that. Cause right. I, I dealt with that last summer with a lender. Um, underwriter got a hold of the report and it was like, and the appraiser called me. He's like, I don't know why, but he's really concerned about the lack of GFCIs in the, in the kitchen. I'm like, well, the house was built in like the eighties. It's a fairly clean house. Right. You know, he says, they're concerned the house is going to burn down because there's no GFCIs. Oh so I'm like, goodness. no, it's fine. Is it's this fine. the
1: underwriter was with. Yeah. of course, it's fine. All of a sudden, it's they fine. become He's home like, inspectors. I, mean, I
0: figured it was fine, but I told them I call you just to be safe. I said, okay, yeah, the house is it's fine. You know, move on. Yeah. So, so yeah, you definitely don't want people seeing. Right. Um, the they want to
1: see receipts at that point. They yeah. want to know what was done. Like, it's just a mess to have another. It's like too many cooks in the kitchen yeah. type of thing. Yeah.
0: So. Yeah. So. From there, you get, you know, like I said, a lot. Not a lot of people get the re-inspections, but you know, I always tell people, it's. I've, I've had maybe one, one inspection, maybe two, where it's a hundred percent done. Yeah, I would say that's a, that's pretty good. And <laughs> yeah. if, if you yeah.
1: started with that, like upon, like in your script, because you have a really good like script at the beginning where you tell like this is what your expectation should be. Mm-hmm. And then tell them the statistic of how many are actually (laughs) the repairs are completed. One thing we do always check is when we get the repair receipts to make sure that the contractor that they use is still licensed with DPOR. Like, that's huge. Because if if they aren't and then something happens after closing, the home warranty company, if there's a home warranty on the property, won't cover anything.
0: Or if the... um uh, contractor's company matches the type of work. For example, they replaced a roof, but the invoice came on Jerry's sheet metal
1: mm. shop. Right.
0: That may or may not have happened. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, which explains some of the issues with the roof. Right. Uh, this brand new roof that was put on. Yeah. Right. We <laughs> <Like, laughs> right. you know, missed some steps there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's well, in and the, the, not just a home warranty, but there's also some things with, with just, other warranties, so if you go out and get a brand new HVAC system because the HVAC didn't work and that was negotiated and come to find out it wasn't a licensed person, HVAC companies, are. it's right there in their manuals. that It avoids the warranty if it's not a licensed HVAC company installing mm-hmm. it. And so two years in, you have an issue. Three years in, you have an issue. So you get all the paperwork together and find out they're not licensed. They're, they're, they may reject that. The
1: manufacturer warranty. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yes.
0: Yeah, so it actually goes beyond, you know, water heaters, you know, because how many times do we see water heaters get put in by? Oh yeah, you know, dad. <laughs> I put yeah, I put my water heater <laughs> right. in my house yeah, <laughs> <in my, laughs> <all day laughs> exactly. I'm so. not a licensed plumber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So or a it, somehow <laughs> through that pipeline, they find out it was done by an unlicensed person, you know, and void the warranty. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so you guys see it on the front end, and we get it on the back end, and then we have to loop you back in. Yeah, and then you're and I always get questions. So how did it end up going at that one house? From like, oh Lord, we're still dealing with this. Yeah, after I like yeah. asking
2: that question, and I also hate asking that uh-huh. question because there's there's definitely an answer I want to hear, and then there's one I definitely don't want to hear. <laughs> yeah. And
0: fifty percent of the time, it's so one the hourly. fun part <laughs> in all this is when, like I said, you get you know, renovations are are a big one, but you also get the reinspection, and now we're. And if you go on to see inspector groups, you'll see that inspector. Like we're not there to judge the work; we're just there to see if they did anything. Well, no, that's. I don't think that's true. Like I mean, because just because you you slapped a piece of wood on a cracked joist doesn't mean it's right, you right. know. And I'm not there to say, yeah, they did something, you know, uh, if it's still wrong. Right. Um. So then you go out there and and like yeah they they did something you know none of it was okay. And then you go back to the seller and says, you know, yeah, no, this is done right. And then now it's like, well, the contractor wants to talk to you, you know. Oh, every time. You know, I Or guess. the contractor I wants to time. meet you oh, on site. Yes. They, they oh, want to goodness. meet you on site. And, you know, those are just fun conversations to have, you know.
2: As far as, you know, the did they do something or did they do it right? You know, I, I use a cliche at I use a lot of cliches at work, but then the realtors get tired of hearing the same thing over and, <laughs> and over again. But the <laughs> clients like it. Uh, I tell tell them, you know, if it would come up on the inspection, if I was this is my first time here, mm-hmm. if it would come up on the inspection, then it's going to be a, a flagged item in my reinspection because it's, it's still not no. not right. So right. your example of a scab joist would be, you know, that's something I would take a picture of and put in the original report. So yeah. if it's not right, it's it's just not right, you know. So right. <laughs> yeah, gotta get it done.
0: Yeah, we did we did this one. Um, and I put the pictures in one of my presentations, and it's because the the seller was the contractor was the agent, oh right? Goodness. And and it was that same situation of of you know, well, we want a credit because we don't really trust your work to begin with, mm-hmm. right? And that guy called the agent screaming, you know, don't know where you found his inspector from. He doesn't know what he's doing. Blah, 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 blah like, and I you know couldn't even open up it. the the, the <laughs> kitchen drawer without it banging another drawer. You know, the installation was installed but it backwards. it looked pretty. It looked pretty. Yeah, <laughs> you know. The pictures looked um, great. I said, all you gotta do is ask him, you know, prove to me where it's right. And that's why I tell everybody, like, I've, I've been wrong. It's okay to be wrong. I've been wrong. I've had bad days. I've looked at something and said, that doesn't look right. And come to find out, I, you know, it was right, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was looking at one thing, thinking about another uh, and whatnot. And I'd rather be wrong and, and you know, not
1: catch something right
0: exactly and and whatnot. but at the end of the day just just prove that's right. show right. that's right. you know manufacture code, whatever you know um, But if you come back and say that that you know because I've had this happen too um, well code says that that's okay. You know, and I've gone back to like a 1947 code book just to prove somebody wrong, right? Um, because I knew I was right, you <laughs> know, at that point. Uh, like, it's never been okay, no, you know, not never. in this century, it's been okay, so or the <laughs> last one, was uh, double, double <laughs> blood neutral, yeah, you know, exactly. <laughs> right. that, that was the issue, now, I'm sure it right. was. That's why I said, that's why I said it. it's yeah. never been okay, no. yeah. the issue. Never, it's been never been, okay. been <laughs> okay, you know, separating the uh, floating bus bar on yeah. a sub panel, right? You know? yeah. Oh, that well, yeah, was okay, no, it wasn't okay when the house was built, and, and here's why, you know, that's. Uh always been in a code book, always, you know. So um so those are always fun dealing with those. Um, you know, they're, they're gonna meet you on site for the reinspection. Of course they are. Great, great. And you know, and sometimes, you know, the contractor's super cool, you know, and and like I didn't know that, you know. Sometimes very defensive. Yes. You know,
1: and which is why in the end a credit is always worth it on those situations. It is. <laughs> it
0: is. You know, and that's why sometimes I like, you know, I'll follow up like, so what happened? Like we walked away. It's like, thank goodness. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I just do not want to deal with that anymore. You know? Um, But I think also one of the other issues is, is the seven degrees of separation too. Right. Because we do the inspection it goes to you mm-hmm. uh, or the buyer and the buyer's agent, and then it goes to the seller and the seller's agent, and then it goes to the contractor, and the contractor's trying to figure out what the picture is while I was upside down in the crawl space, right. and I couldn't get a decent picture uh, and whatnot, and then it's, it's so there is some of that as well that's lost in translation yeah, I could see that. Uh, and whatnot because there's, you know, well, nobody can talk to anybody, you know, right. <laughs> uh, right. which I'm thankful for. <laughs> I don't <laughs> want to talk to them, but um, but there is, there is some of that as well, just that. That lack of 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 contact that makes it hard to figure stuff out sometimes, mm-hmm. um, oh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, which leads me to the 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 best part is in this area, um, you know, cost to cure estimates. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> How do you and, make us do that? <laughs> okay, <laughs> and, and, and in in your defense, <laughs> I
1: always tell them, listen, this is like. A nationwide thing. So this doesn't mean that a contractor here in Richmond, East Coast, whatever, it's the pricing that relates to that. Like, we need to go ahead and call the contractor ourselves and get them to give us the estimate.
0: Yeah. And that's why um, you probably don't get to do it. As much as I do, but when I go to Winsburg and Newport News and those places, and man, like why are you so happy? Because I don't have to do cost estimates. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh, <laughs> I didn't want to it so Frederick.
1: It's it's specific to Richmond. Yeah, it's specific to Richmond. Yeah. Wow. There's only a
0: few markets that require yeah, two or three it or ask for it, and and I think what happened was because of the way the contracts are written here, is that because um, it's supposed to be like the buyer is supposed to provide cost secure estimates. And somewhere, right. someplace, some home inspector either volunteered to do it one time, <laughs> one time, and then that who? was it.
1: Maybe, yeah, that's <laughs> very possible. <laughs> but I will say that in this market, those were used a lot more sure because they were. people were writing up like I'm guilty of it. We wrote up addendums where the seller would pay an average of whatever the repair costs were, and I had times where they literally totaled up everything and then look took the middle number of everything, and that was what we figured <laughs> yeah. out yeah. everything. And I because talked, uh, yeah. There was times where that we were saying like on our um, contracts that we wouldn't make a request for anything over a thousand dollars, or we would only request items for over five thousand dollars if it was a certain repair yeah. to win a contract. And yeah. so you know, that's when those Cindy, kind of came in so to play. Cindy,
0: Cindy did that. She was sitting at the table the other day because they waved 2,000 total, I think, whatever it was. You
1: uh-huh, know. The first two. The first two, yep. right?
0: And she's sitting there going back and forth with the agent, you know, And because she's, she's on the list side. So she's totally – no, she's on the buy side for that one. And so she's totally everything up. And I walk by, I just laugh. She's like, "We you laugh? Like, this is just made-up numbers. Like, I don't even know what you're doing. Like, no, that's, like, accurate. Why are you even doing it? It's just made-up numbers, right? Um, it yeah. is true, though. Um, it is
1: so true. Yeah. You did use those. If,
0: if I have to pinpoint, like, our number one phone call, for issues, it would be cost estimates are off. I bet. Right? You know? Especially now Yeah, everything's so expensive. More expensive and yeah. so and it doesn't matter. Cause I mean, I just had this phone call and not that we get a ton of phone calls cause we don't, or at least they don't make it to me anyways. Um, you'd have to ask Courtney and Colin, you know, how many phone calls we it's actually use. Stop bragging. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> um, you know, but just a couple weeks ago it was, uh, I got an email, you know, and a very upset client because the cost estimates mm. and come to find out that's what it was. Right. And, um, uh, there was more wrong with the deck than what you guys said was the initial issue. And I said, well, and I pulled up the report and, you know, um, read it. And in big red letters, full evaluation of the deck because it had multiple issues to include but not limited to. Right. And all this, you know, so at some point we just get tired of writing stuff up. Right. right. You know, so just the whole thing's trash. Right. And somebody <laughs> well, look at it right. and then figure out what needs to be done. Replace it. At what yeah. point do you stop itemizing? Right. Right. So they they didn't. They closed. Mm -hmm. Got a contractor. Eight to twelve grand to fix it. You know, and it's and that's what the response was. I sent a report. I said this is the issue. It's in the report. We told you to get a full evaluation. You didn't. Well, you you know the the inspector said. I said the inspector told you don't trust our cost estimates because Gordon. I know how Gordon does things. (laughs) Right. You know, and he he, I know he told (laughs) you absolutely in the report at the top of the report says these are a courtesy. Don't trust them. right? Yeah. Get your own. And you chose not to, you know, yeah. um, you know, so yeah, that's, oof, it's a bane of my existence. So I wish we could get rid of those. So I'm sorry. <laughs> I do, do refer
1: up. to them, but mostly for the little things. Cause sure. the big stuff we have to get.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, especially I HVAC exactly. or Roof. You know, sure. and I was down Williamsburg a couple of days ago and like the middle section of the joy, of the main beam was cut out. And, and the client was like, well, "How much is that going to cost?" I'm like, "I don't know, <laughs> a <laughs> I lot." Don't, you know? I don't know, <laughs> and um, and I know we do cost estimates all the time, but I didn't have to down there. And I was like, "You know, get your own estimate, you yep. know, because it's a pain to get into that crawl space. Plenty of stuff to move around, but you know, it's a crawl space, and a crawl space, and a crawl space. Uh, there's pipes in the way, you know, and you're talking about a whole main beam needs to needs to needs to be taken out and replaced, and." Get your own estimates. That's right. all I can tell you. It could be ten thousand, it could be $25,000. Right. You know, it just depends on what's going to have to be done, the scope of work and how big the guy's doing it. Cause we're right. exactly going <laughs> to charge you more. Um so, so get your own cost estimates at the end of the day. But absolutely. It just, you know, and we see this probably more with more with inexperienced agents. Right. Yeah. And yeah.
1: I mean, hopefully as an agent, you have a certain number of contractors kind of on speed yeah. dial who either you can send the report and do this a lot, a lot of times with the electrical work. Yeah, I can send it over to him and he can just kind of eyeball it and say, based on the photos and what's been written up, right. this is what needs to be done.
0: Yeah. And there's a couple of companies out there. You just send a report and they'll, they'll price out everything based off the report. Right. You know, and, and
1: again, their disclaimer is this is without me looking at it, yeah. of course. So,
0: yeah. Which leads to another, can be another issue because sometimes we don't document, you know, and it makes me laugh when we get, you know, those conversations of well, this one picture wasn't in the report. Mm. Okay. Well, we took ten other pictures of termite damage. We right. okay, <laughs> didn't take that one. Remember a time when we didn't put pictures in the report? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, I, I don't actually <laughs> I know, right? I know, I've heard stories. <laughs> You've heard stories. <laughs> um I think there's an inspector out there somewhere that still uses the uh press hard three copies. Um Oh I've my heard. goodness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's impressive. Um but yeah, so expensive. we'll we'll get that, you know, because uh, uh, again, a representative number, right, of the mm-hmm. pictures, you know, if I, if I see, you know, if I've already taken five, six pictures of this issue, like I'm done, right? You know, it's just right. Everywhere. I mean, I'll I'll do
2: that with something simple as, you know, if I go in, like I did a flip the other day, and they hadn't finished painting or hadn't painted painted yet, or hadn't put mm-hmm. the cover plates back on, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna go around and put all these cover plates that are right there back on. i We'll take a picture of one exactly. or two and say these are representative photos, right? Exactly. This right. is what it. Uh, this is what a missing cover plate looks like. Let's yeah. Pop one on anywhere that's missing. So yep. Instead of taking the same picture over and over and
0: over, yep. and over yeah. again. And then the agent's like, oh, how long is this going to take? You know, exactly. I know we <laughs> scheduled this for nine. I got someplace. Can we be done by 10? Oh, <laughs> gosh. Yes, <absolutely. laughs> True story.
1: In my experience, we know the quicker inspector is not always the best <laughs> <No>. inspector. That's <laughs> right.
0: That's right. Uh, Gordon Gordon did one uh, a couple months ago, and and it was like as soon as he got started, you know, like, hey, do you think we could be done by like you know in an hour, hour and a half? And Gordon said, sure can. Which part do you want me to not check? <laughs> <Right>. so, <laughs> yeah. We want you to check it all.
1: Well, it depends. You know? well, then we're not going to do it by ten. Or am I going to do the full inspection? Fair <laughs> enough.
0: Fair enough. Yeah. So so yeah, those are those are fun as well. You know, to Dylan. It's, it's it, the whole, the whole repair thing is interesting to me. Um, and I think as we've uh, continued this movement into a more normalized market, um, I think it's just going to be, it's going to be fun to see where it goes. And I say fun. So I don't cry. Right? <laughs> kind <of fun>. Uh <laughs> Uh, because i think there's a there was a lot of challenges before and i think on top of some of the attitude towards this like we talked about in the beginning with people walking away a lot quicker mm-hmm. or asking for everything mm-hmm. um you know as as lines in the sand type stuff yeah um, and then you factor in the fact that there's a lot of agents that was born without any of this right, right. Um, because they were born in in you know put right. it to sell and and as is, waived right. inspections and whatnot and 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 I've seen some agents or listened to some frustrations of already dealing with agents who think that they're seasoned experienced agents because they made it through the covid boom. Right. And now it's they there's there's a lot of room left to grow there. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of frustration brewing because of of that, you yeah. know, just not understanding negotiation processes not understanding you know and it's clearly i mean it's not your place on the buy side um or on the sell side whichever side to to represent that other agent's clients for them because but you you, you can kind of sense that there's some like they're just you know
1: yeah. come on man <laughs> come on <laughs> like, yeah yeah you're not you're
0: not you're not representing your right. clients exactly. right. very well right now, <laughs> right. you know, and it's it's kind of frustrating.
1: That's exactly um, what I'm
0: saying. But the problem is so much of this stuff is done, I don't want to say in the dark, but without the client present, you know, so they yeah. just don't know. They don't know um, how they're being represented. Right. You know, because it's all done away from them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not in the room, you know, so, and that's why I used to get certain people that still, you know, Five story views, sunshine and rainbows, best ever. Yeah. And it's like ah, and you see that, and you're like ah, oh, no, I remember that one. No, <laughs> no, that was not. That was not. <laughs> that was that was pretty horrible. So, <laughs> so I think the market um, is going to is going to present those challenges. And I've seen a lot, just like you said, you had a contract or the repair negotiation class yesterday. I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of offices start doing that. Um, and and
1: I mean, we're really. In a place where there's probably agents who are licensed that have never written up a repair deal yeah. before.
2: Yeah. That was going to be one of my questions for you is, you know, it's been so long and right. a lot of these folks have just started in real estate. is you
1: know, right. how does that
2: translate yeah. to like I'm, you being a seasoned agent or experienced like, I'm sure it has well, to be massively frustrating. It's
1: interesting because we have said over and over through this, that it's, we're turning into a skills-based market. Right. Yeah. So either you know what you're doing or you're going to get left behind.
2: Yeah. I read an article the other day about getting through. It was it was an older Home Inspector magazine. I forget exactly what the publication is, but it was it was talking about how, you know, as a if you're a newer business, which I which I was at that point, you know, if you don't have at least five or six, seven high producing agents, you're probably going to starve a little bit during this time because all your all the sellers that you know there's no inventory are going to go with the more experienced agent, and they're calling somebody else, not you. So, right, you know, um, you know it's kind of an interesting read to know that you know, you need at least you know that many just to keep your head above water and that's just if you're if you're yourself with no office or right. truck or you know anything like that it's just me so i thought that was an interesting interesting reading i also got into the real estate side about how a lot of these folks that did start and they're going to start starving and they're going to go back to their their day job you know not sell, not sell yeah. real estate again yeah. Yeah.
1: always happens
0: yeah i think and and some of this is going to be what we talk about in the next one you know, uh, but I, I think there's definitely going to be a weeding out. There's definitely going to be people in the entire industry, not just agents, but inspectors, mm-hmm. lenders, lenders, yeah, and yeah. title and title, yeah. Um, and and I think what people are getting caught up in right now, and and I see it at least once a week, if not twice a week, in the inspector groups, is who else is slow, right. and then and then so everybody's like, oh yeah, I've done three this month. It's been slow for three months. And, and the problem with that is, is one, real estate is hyper local. So you, know, you shouldn't be asking somebody <laughs> in, in Oregon, you know, what's business like because it's just apples and oranges. Right. And two, you're, you're, you know, you start pulling up these people's profiles and, and, and doing some, you know, because I'm bored, you know, what else is there to do? Right. Um, <laughs> you know, besides. You know, going down rabbit holes, and and you realize like there's no internet presence, there's no marketing, right? Their, their social media is horrible, and it's like, well, that's that's again apples or oranges, So right. I can't compare myself to to what other people are doing if they're not doing what I'm doing, right? Right? Um, so you know, I, you know, my my go to is typically, is there anybody else in your area that's busy? If they are, then what are they doing? What are they doing right? It's, that's you know? great. Now yep. everybody's slow. And then, yeah, you know, start filling out applications. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you may want to start considering that. But if, if there's other people getting work, it may not be. It's not going to be the same volume as last year or the year before that because that was just ridiculous. Right. Um, so you have to understand that there's – well, I'm down from last year. Yes. Yes, because last year was abnormal. Right. It's an right. exception to the rule. Um you have to you have to base those numbers if you can to twenty seventeen, eighteen, nineteen when it was normal. If you don't, then you just gotta kinda figure out where other people are at. You know? Well, if they're busy, you know, I'm okay. Right. right. I mean right. there's there's business to be had. So I think a lot of that gets lost right now. Um, because people are just comparing themselves to the wrong set of measurements. I right. Guess. Absolutely. Yeah. So but we'll talk about that stuff. Next time, that'll be fun. Um, We'll get Austin in here, get his insights on that um, as well. So uh, any, any closing thoughts?
1: I don't think so. Yeah, We got it covered. Yeah, Get your home inspections. Get it's your right. home we're, inspections. We're here yeah. now. Yes. We can That's do some right. home <laughs> inspections. That's right. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Not just for informational purposes Right. Only in exactly. So, that yeah. phrase is yeah, going away. No, <laughs> they're actually just words. like walkthroughs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Very few walkthroughs too. So they're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're starting to go away as well. Oh, yeah? Yes. Yes.
1: That's good. I'm sure. Absolutely thrilled about that.
0: Me too. Me too.
1: Again, like I was saying though, like we had two go under contract over the weekend in Williamsburg and both of them had multiple offers. Both of them have inspections in there. One is legit, and one is for informational purposes only. So it really just depends. Yeah, there's still definitely
0: pockets. Mm -hmm. There's still definitely pockets Mm -hmm. of people waving. Um, Still definitely pockets of. of, But it's not widespread. No, you know, it's definitely if you want to be in this exclusive neighborhood, this is what it is. Right. For now, you know. And the further we get down this down this path, and more inventory and stuff, the even those will start to
1: right. Right. Sell I mean, down. it's we it's slowing down. The uh, the intensity is slowing down. Correct. The sales, obviously we're seeing sales slow down too, but yeah. part of that is because the inventory is so low. So you're going to naturally see fewer yeah. sales when there's less inventory. Yeah. So. Less
0: inventory, and, and we're still in the beginning phases again. I mean, there's, what, 7,000 realtors in, in Richmond, right? Right. So, so as that attrition starts to happen, then there's got to go somewhere. Right. Right. So, yeah, so the the ones that stay, <laughs> um, skills be, based That's right. <laughs> based. So, what about you?
2: Uh, I don't can't think of much to, to close with. Yeah, um, I had a good time. <laughs> I, it was fun listening to y'all talk. <laughs> no, I'm, just, yes, I'm, kidding, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> kidding. Um,
0: no, I appreciate you having me on again. I'm looking
2: forward to doing doing it again. It's um, uh, it's it's been really fun. So uh,
0: all <laughs> awesome. Well, until <laughs> next time. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Yes, man
0: sitting <laughs>